Good evening. Tonight, we're gathered together to remember. Tonight's service is modeled after an ancient Christian service designed specifically for Good Friday. It's called a tenebrae service. Tenebrae is Latin word for shadows. We will walk through the final moments of Jesus's life, through his final interactions with friends and followers, and his final words. Because before we can celebrate an empty tomb, we must gaze at the lifeless, broken, bloody body of Jesus Christ and remember the moment in time when it seemed like the shadows had won, when it seemed like they had the last word, when it seemed like they had extinguished the light forever, completely. Let's begin. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve disciples, went to the leading priests and asked, How much will you pay me to betray Jesus to you? And they gave him thirty pieces of silver. From that time on, Judas began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to prepare the Passover meal for you? As you go into the city, he told them, you will see a certain man. Tell him, the teacher says, my time has come and I will eat the Passover meal with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus told them and prepared the Passover meal there. When it was evening, Jesus sat down at the table with the 12 disciples. While they were eating, he said, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. Greatly distressed, each one of them asked in turn, Am I the one, Lord? He replied, One of you who has just eaten from this bowl with me will betray me. For the Son of Man must die, as the scriptures declared long ago. But how terrible it will be for the one who betrays him. It would be far better for that man if he had never been born. Judas, the one who would betray him, also asked, Rabbi, am I the one? And Jesus told him, you have said it. Bad 
the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. left the upstairs room and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. There he told them, pray that you will not give in to temptation. He walked away about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently and he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. At last he stood up again and returned to the disciples, only to find them asleep, exhausted from grief. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not give into temptation. as the ocean loving kindness as the flood when the prince of life for ransom shed for us his precious blood who is love who is love will not remember who can cease to sing his praise he can never be forgotten throughout hell's eternal days who is love who is love will not remember who can cease to sing his praise he can never Throughout hell's eternal days Judas, one of the twelve disciples, arrived with a crowd of men armed with swords and clubs. He had given them a prearranged signal. 
You will know which one to arrest when I greet him with a kiss. Then you can take him away under guard. As soon as they arrived, Judas walked up to Jesus. Rabbi, he exclaimed, and gave him the kiss. Then the others grabbed Jesus and arrested him. Jesus asked them, Am I some dangerous revolutionary that you come with swords and clubs to arrest me? Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? I was there among you teaching every day. But these things are happening to fulfill what the scriptures say about me. Then all his disciples deserted him. Fiction fountains open deep and wide through the floodgates of God's mercy, float of acts and gracious tide, grace and love, grace and love like mighty rivers poured in and from above. the guilty world in love sing who is love will not remember who can cease to sing his praise he can never be forgotten throughout Kissed a guilty world in love. Meanwhile, Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. A servant girl came over and said to him, You were one of those with Jesus the Galilean. But Peter denied it in front of everyone. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Later, out by the gate, another servant girl noticed him and said to those standing around, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it, this time with an oath. I don't even know the man, he said. A little later, some of the other bystanders came over to Peter and said, You must be one of them. We can tell by your Galilean accent. Peter swore. A curse on me if I'm lying. I don't know the man. And immediately the rooster crowed. Suddenly, Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows, you will deny three times that you even know me. And he went away, weeping bitterly.
So they bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Are you the king of the Jews? asked Pilate. You have said so, Jesus replied. The chief priests accused him of many things. So again Pilate asked him, aren't you going to answer? See how many things they are accusing you of? But Jesus still made no reply, and Pilate was amazed. Now it was the custom at the festival to release a prisoner whom the people requested. A man named Barabbas was in prison with the insurrectionist who had committed murder in the uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did. Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Asked Pilate, knowing it was out of self-interest that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead. What shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews? Pilate asked them. Crucify him, they cried. Why? What crime has he committed? Pilate asked. They cried louder. Crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. governor's soldiers took Jesus into their headquarters and called out the entire regiment. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They wove thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head. And they placed a reed stick in his right hand as a scepter. Then they knelt before him in mockery and taunted, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spit on him and grabbed the stick and struck him on the head with it. When they were finally tired of mocking him, they 
took off the robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. Along the way, they came across a man named Simon, who was from Cyrene, and the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross. And they went out to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. The soldiers gave him wine mixed with bitter gall, but when he had tasted it, he refused to drink it. After they had nailed him to the cross, the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. Then they sat around and kept guard as he hung there. A sign was fastened above Jesus' head, announcing the charge against him. It read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. fell across the whole land until three o'clock. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Then Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirit. 
at that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, rocks split apart, and tombs opened. The Roman officer and the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. They said, this man truly was the son of God. From all appearances, it looked like the shadows had won. It looked like darkness had the day. But little did hell know that death had died. And Jesus had taken that trip to the cross, not opening his mouth in defense. He went like a lamb to the slaughter. He took upon himself our sin. It was for us, for you, that he died. And because of his sacrifice on the cross, there is redemption and there is reconciliation because our Savior died. In a few moments, the stewards are going to come forward and they're going to have in a basket some bread and they'll have a cup and you'll be invited to come and take the bread and taking the bread as a symbol of Christ's body that is broken and bruised for you, for us. And you'll dip it in the cup. The cup with uh, the symbolism of the new covenant, the new promise, the new beginning for everyone who is in Christ Jesus. And you'll be invited to take that bread, dip it in the cup, and as you go back to your seat, would you remember the day that death died, the day our Savior died? Would you receive these words as our prayer tonight? While we gaze upon the emblems of our Savior's death, May we ponder why he died and hear him say, I gave my life to purchase yours, presented myself an offering to forgive your sin, shed my blood to blot out your guilt, opened my side to make you clean, endured your curses to set you free, bore your condemnation to satisfy divine justice. Stewards, would you now come and church, as you have prepared yourself when you are ready, would you come and would you remember, remember the day that our Savior bore our sin. and pray, find in me thine all in all. Lord, now indeed I find Thy power 
and thine alone can change the leper's spot and melt the heart of stone. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed me white as snow.
God, it's good to be with you as we tell this story, as we sing about you and your love. Thank you for being among us. In Jesus' name, everyone said, amen. Amen, you can have a seat. It is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit.
Afterward, Joseph of Arimathea, who had been a secret disciple of Jesus because he feared the Jewish leaders, asked Pilate for permission to take down Jesus' body. When Pilate gave permission, Joseph came and took the body away. He brought about 75 pounds of perfumed ointment made from myrrh and aloes. Following Jewish burial custom, they wrapped Jesus' body with the spices in long sheets of linen cloth. The place of crucifixion was near a garden where there was a new tomb never used before, and they laid Jesus there. <laughs> 